Another digital, another digital, another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this palindromic episode of another digital episode. It is episode. 383. Hello, Luke. Yes, another digital episode of Another Digital Citizen. Uh, hi, mm. Fro. Hi, everybody. Palindromic episode. Is that a word? Palindromic? Palindrom... Palin... It's, it, I think it could work. I'm not sure if it actually yeah. technically is a word, but it, it, it works in the sense that something that goes backwards and forwards. Like, yeah, you understand the meaning of the word, whether it's a real word or not, I guess. <laughs> or, or if I had totally made it up on the fly. It sounds right to me, though. It's not a mm. word I would use in my regular everyday vocabulary. You don't say palindromic a lot? I'm not in just, I'm not like <laughs> getting change at the store and I'm like, oh, that happens to be palindrom. I can't even say it. Palindrom. You can say it better than me and you're... you're... <laughs> It's not even your first language. <laughs> I'm Norwegian, and I could say palindromic better than you. Yeah, I, yeah. I guess so. Mm -hmm. If it's a real... Mm -hmm. We haven't even determined if it's a real word or not, so... There's that. Palindromic? Yeah, I guess yeah. it probably is. I'm, I'm going to bet five Ugandan dollars it is. Um... I think so? According yeah. to Merriam-Webster, I want to say I think so. That's what I'm going to say. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, did you watch uh, Biden yesterday? I did. Did you watch any of... You didn't see much of it, at least. That's what I thought. No. Okay. I really don't care about the State of the Union. Uh, Which I, is funny, I, because uh, when Trump was president, I think you watched, like, every single one of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I probably did. But uh, I... I thought it was going to be a bit boring and uh, a little trite, and then and then uh, all of a sudden I saw clips of people like heck, uh, it, it was like he was doing stand up and Republicans were doing the heck like yeah let, let's actually watch that bit right now this is the most stand up bit like he totally went off script right here talking about mm -hmm. Medicare and Social Security so let's watch the video and then we'll talk more about it he went. Full Dark Brandon on this one. It, I think, it, at least in the U.S., Dark Brandon was trending number two for basically the second half of the of the whole address, which was like an hour and ten minutes long. Um, pretty good for Biden, you know what I mean? To, to get a whole hour-long speech out with not a lot of mistakes. There were a few. All right, yeah, let's watch this video, and then we'll go into some more about the speech and other things that happened around it, I guess. Okay. And uh, three, two, one, play. So my many, some of my Republican friends want to take the economy hostage. I get it, unless I agree to their economic plans. All of you at home should know what those plans are. Instead of making the wealthy, we got Lauren Boebert there and Matt Gaines. Want Medicare and Social Security to sunset? Nothing wrong with those two people. He's saying they want the Republicans want to do Social Security and Medicaid, uh, get rid of them basically. Contact my office. I'll give you a There's copy. What, what's your name? Green. Yeah. That means Congress yeah. doesn't vote. Looking like she has stolen a mink. You see, no, I tell you, I, I enjoy conversion. 
You know, it means if, if Congress doesn't keep the programs the way they are, they'd go away. Other Republicans say, I'm not saying it's a majority of you. I don't even think it's even a significant. You can tell he's going off script right here, right? But it's being proposed yeah. by individuals. But why are they heckling him? Just it's wait. Like, wait, you'll see. Some of you. Look, folks, the idea is that we're not going to be we're not going to be moved into being threatened to default on the debt if we don't respond. Folks. <laughs> that guy's reaction's hilarious. <laughs> it looked like he didn't get his dino nuggets in time. So, folks, as we all apparently agree, Social Security and Medicare is off the, off the books now. <laughs> See, he just double-backed on him. He's like, oh, you got upset that I said you were going to cut Social Security. Okay, well, we all agree we're not cutting Social Security, right? That's what you guys just said. <laughs> so he pulled a, you could stop there. He just pulled a fast one on, on the Republicans where he was like, they, they yeah. said they're going to cut Social Security. And they get all mad and they're heckling him. And then he's like, oh, mm. so you're not? Everybody heard that. <laughs> Everybody heard that. <laughs> so if they do try, you know what I mean? It, that was really smart. Uh, and it was off script. Yeah. Obviously, uh, this was the sharpest I've seen Biden, like, maybe ever in this speech. To oh, be yeah. Honest. Uh, I agree. Some interesting other things. Uh, Jill Biden kissed uh, the second. What is it? What is it called? The husband of the of the vice president. I think it's called the second man. Second, yeah. Um, as opposed to the first lady. Uh, oh, that's smart. They had a kiss on the lips, I believe. Uh, we we have yeah. pictures of it. I didn't see it, it uh, looks... live when it happened, but. Um, it it looks like a romantic kiss, and that's kind of, like, funny. It says here they leaned in for a friendly embrace, but at least one of them appears to have miscalculated, and the result was a kiss on each other. <laughs> very, very close to the lips. It says very, very close, but... Very, very close to the lips? That's the fucking lips. Yeah, well, hey, what it, this is what I said before, because we just heard that. We didn't, I didn't see this last night until this morning, but right. I was saying, you know, that... French like side kiss where you kiss on the cheek one cheek and the other cheek it seems like they were doing that and like it said there was a miscalculation missed, yeah. like yeah. you know you're supposed to go left and then right or right and then left and maybe one they both went right you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah, it yeah. Be. yeah. Uh, some interesting things in the speech he wants to tax billionaires he wants uh to make sure that no uh, billionaires are paying like zero in income in, in federal tax, uh, good war on junk fees from like banks, airlines, things like uh, uh, charging you extra for uh, you know another piece of luggage or like mm -hmm. um, service charges on bank transactions that are completely unnecessary, things like that. Uh, he at one point said capitalism without competition is extortion of of people which is basically it's as close Ooh. as you can get to socialism <laughs> without saying it close to socialism yeah like i said dark brandon uh was in full swing uh he was pissing off the this is why the republicans were so upset fro and why they were heckling him so much because he was he was pulling straight uh bernie talking points most of the middle of the speech i would say hmm. The last maybe quarter of it was mostly the Ukraine 
stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But he really didn't go super deep into the Ukraine stuff. He didn't dwell on it. It was mostly the most of the sweet speech was about the U.S. economy and not much else. Uh, a lot of um, make U.S. products in the U.S. talk and things like that. Uh, okay. You know, don't export uh, jobs to China. We need to like buy things from here instead of buying things from China. There's a lot of uh, we hate China <laughs> talk. Mm. Yeah. In uh, Norway, Luke, we have a very famous song uh, called All I Want is a Red Balloon. Alt jag vill ha en är en röd ballong, as they would say. Uh, I have never heard so much speak about the balloon since the Balloon Boy. I was thinking about Balloon Boy last night, and I was like, <laughs> it's such a contrast of how the U.S. like population has treated a balloon in the sky compared, like. Mm compared Balloon Boy to this situation, and I was like, man, mm. if Balloon Boy happened, like, in the next few days, like, he'd be so screwed. He'd be shot. <laughs> he, <laughs> they would just would shoot down dead. Balloon Boy. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they would say he's a Chinese uh, spy. Director. Right. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, uh, uh, Polly and me uh, are... We both agree that uh, this is a kind of a funny thing. I, I, I don't think the China uh, uh, sent a spy balloon. I think it's probably a weather balloon. Uh, well, that, that's what they're saying. The U.S. is right. saying the opposite. Uh, I think it's weird that everybody just agreed, like right away without any discussion. Oh, this is a spy balloon. Right. Like there was no yeah. like. Oh, it could be this. Let's talk to them and see. Like it was like we. There's no talking to them about this. Basically, it, uh, what I'm to understand uh, is it had Chinese writing on the side of the balloon, right? Mm-hmm. That's oh, how yeah. they know it was a Chinese balloon. Um, mm-hmm. If you were gonna make a spy craft, fro, would you put your name on the side of it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say it would say Fro's uh, spy niche. balloon. <laughs> Fro, Fro spy balloon <laughs> on the side. Of on the, the side of it, balloon. right? Yeah, yeah. Of course. Uh, yeah. But U.S. national security officials <laughs> said Monday that the Chinese surveillance balloon floated across the U.S. and was potentially carrying explosives or hazardous material. Oh yeah. Very which, explosive. Which is why, it, which is what factored into this decision into shooting it down, and it's also added to the delay um, because mm. if people don't know, uh, the Pentagon first announced it was tracking the balloon over Montana on Thursday. The following morning, mm. China com- claimed responsibility for the balloon, but said it was a civilian airship. Uh, Republicans criticized Biden for not shooting it down sooner. Uh, it was later shot down on the East Coast. So it, it traveled all the way across the United States. Um, yeah, and I, uh, I actually seen a YouTube video where they hit the balloon. So They shot it down with a Sidewinder missile, which seems like a little bit yes. of overkill for a balloon yes. to me. Yes. Like, you could have used machine gun fire, I'm guessing, to get a balloon, but maybe I'm wrong. I... I'm going to guess that's a, that as well. It's, it seemed a little too... It's like shooting... What, what is the saying? Shooting spar- uh, sparrows with... 
Shooting fish something. in a barrel? Well, also, you can shoot sparrows with cannons, isn't that a I've never thing? heard that saying, but maybe it's a Norwegian oh, thing. Okay. Uh, probably. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, but China admits that uh, the second one over Latin America was also theirs, so there's there was two, at least. Yeah, the Chinese government admitted the balloon spotted over Latin America is its... Uh, on Friday, is its... Foreign Minister Spokesman Mao Ning said the aircraft had deviated from its route and had been blown off course, similar to the one shot down in U.S. airspace by military jets Saturday, amid allegations it was being used for surveillance. China has denied accusations of spying, saying it was monitoring the weather. Like we said, the incident has led to diplomatic row between Washington and Beijing... Uh, the U.S. military officials said the a second Chinese balloon was spotted on Monday. China admitted that an aircraft accidentally entered Latin American and Caribbean airspace. Uh, it's an unmanned airship in question that came from China. is a civ- is civilian in nature and used for flight tests. Uh, she she added, "This is coming from China." Yes, so, so yeah. It says the U.S. Yeah. though believes the mo- balloon was being used to monitor sensitive military sites. I, I don't know about that. Yeah, no. I, uh, I, uh, I have a sneaking suspicion that uh, that uh, it probably was a weather balloon. Uh, and uh, yeah, like I said, I don't think yeah. you'd put your name on the side if it if it was something used for spying. Um, maybe not. No. Maybe you would. Uh, as a double bluff, <laughs> right? Maybe when before China admitted that uh, it was theirs, there was a lot of people speculating that because you know it had been confirmed as Chinese because of the writing on it. Um, mm-hmm. It had been con- there had been speculation. Oh well, maybe it's not Chinese. Maybe another country is fucking with us. Like, right. you know what I mean? To get us in a row with China, uh, but obviously that's not the case because they admitted that it's there so uh, uh the other thing is if it was a spy balloon would they admit it was theirs wouldn't they just go not ours we didn't we don't know what you're talking about right where if it was a weather balloon they'd be like yeah that was that was us so i don't know i yeah. have a hard i feel like the spy balloon thing is both uh a distraction from other things going on as well as just a way mm-hmm. to like kind of guide the population into the idea of us being in some kind of beef with China, um, which I don't know if you saw, but there was a a U.S. general, there was like a thing released recently. Did we talk about it on the show? Maybe we did. Saying, uh... I don't know. He believes... He sent out a thing to all of his battalions because he was like a major mm-hmm. high-up general saying, you need to be ready. We're going to be in war with China by 2026. Uh... Mm. saying uh, stuff like uh, be ready to shoot for the head and things like that. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. There's definitely a, a level of, like, ever since the uh, Nancy Pelosi went to Taiwan, there's been a level of, like, uh, increasing ch- China, like, disdain or I don't I don't know you know what I mean just an increased level of the right. government being like we need to like be tougher on China <laughs> was it not not just last week I had a, a pretty long rant about 
how how uh, people in the East should be more worried about China getting democracy than anything else. I don't remember that, but maybe it was last week. And it, I think it was either last week or a week before that. And, uh, I, I, I think I said something to the effect of imagine their power if they came out of, of uh, their uh, tyrannical uh, uh, powerhouse. Like, imagine uh, them all of a sudden being democratic and how much that would hurt the economy because China is one of the most uh, money-hungry and land-hungry countries in the world. I mean, if people don't remember, when Greece uh, had their huge problem some years ago, uh, one of the things that EU suggested to them was selling some of their islands to China to cover their death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So imagine, imagine if China all of a sudden be- became democratic and wanted their debt back. America, for example, that has enormously debt to China, would be in fucking trouble. I think you can say that about a lot of countries when it comes to China. Uh, oh, yeah. I think the U.S. would be like, oh, you want us to pay the debt? Well, we'll probably just uh, get in a war with you and spend all that money uh, on weapons right. to defeat you, right? <laughs> Instead right, of yeah. paying for the debt. So I don't think uh, we're too worried about it. Other countries, I could see being more worried about it, like like you said, Greece, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, uh, let's talk about something also devastating. Uh, there was an earthquake uh, that was one of the most deadliest in recent world history in Turkey and Syria. It was like multiple Holy earthquakes, sh- right? Yeah. Right. Holy shit, I've seen pictures uh, from towns where it lo- just looks like someone built it out of Lego buildings and then let their three-year-old kid rummer around there that's like kind of how it looks like just like nothing left but rubble yeah it says the powerful earthquake shook turkey and syria this week uh they are among among the most devastating and deadliest quakes in history the death toll is surpassing eleven thousand across the two countries uh as of wednesday making it the deadliest uh seen in the world in more than a decade a magnitude 7.8, 7.8 struck at 4.17 local time on Monday. Uh, hours later, a 7.5 quake hit more than 60 miles away, uh, as well as scores of violent aftershocks. More than 6,000 buildings uh, were toppled in addition to the climbing death toll. Tens of thousands have also been injured, uh, according to reports. Yeah, it's really. Yeah, people have to be reminded that ten is the strongest. So, seven and a half on on Richter scale is is fucking devastating. Yeah, it's like 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 I said, uh, the most devastating in you know, ten years at least. Uh, let's see down mm-hmm. here. Um, there was one pretty saw, equivalent to it in 2022 in Afghanistan, and then there was the major one in Haiti, 
which I think we right. all, I think everybody I remembers remember that. One right. in, yeah, in Haiti. I saw some douchebag Christians come out and say, hey, this just proves that we're at the end of the world, so, and wanted money because we're... We're at the end of the world, so... Yeah, this... Whenever something like this happens, you gotta look out for scam... Uh... You know, uh, scammers trying to, like, piggyback off of people's generosity. Uh, Mm Um, but then there's also things like what happened with Hassan, uh... On Twitch, he... He raised something like three-quarters of a million dollars... Yeah. For them, and then everybody was blame saying that it was a scam, even though it wasn't. So then you have the yeah. opposite thing happening, where you know some people are going to be out there scamming, and then people are blaming the people who actually aren't instead of the people who are. It's yeah, that's dangerous. It's also uh, just uh, you know because other people would scam, it's kind of put. Mm-hmm. But then when it comes to like a Twitch streamer, you know they're just doing it because they're haters who just want to just be assholes. Yeah, haters gonna hate, 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 hate. Like the philosopher uh, Taylor Swift said. Oh, was that? Yeah, that was Taylor Swift, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> you you don't think I know my Swift? There, look, come on. I knew the I knew the song, but I forgot that it was Taylor Swift. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a Swifty enough. So. Oh, you're not Swifty enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are we just making up words <laughs> today <laughs> no I think uh, I think that's like what they call her fans right the Swifty the Swifties oh yeah 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 yeah. but uh, Swifty enough I don't think uh, and, uh, I'm making it a verb I, I can do that a verb. it's already got a yes. it's already got E at the end of it so <laughs> that's true uh, well, uh, let's talk more about uh, shit things. Uh, US approves 10 billion arms aid to Poland. Why, why Poland? Could it be that it's next to Ukraine or something? Uh, the US State Department has approved a potential sale of long-range missiles, rockets, and launchers to Poland in a deal valued up to 10 billion. The Pentagon said Tuesday, Poland is on a spending spree to modernize its military, uh, the potential sales include HIMARS, which Kiev has praised for battlefield success against the Russians. The pa- package includes 18 launchers, 45 of the 185 uh, range missiles, as well as 1,559. That's like a ra- what a random number. Guided mm-hmm. multiple rocket launcher uh, missile systems. Um, the United States has rebuff Ukraine's request for the ATACM system uh, and Poland would not be allowed to transfer any of these types of missiles to Ukraine without the U.S.'s approval. See, I think that's why this Mm. is happening. We can move it into the area and then if we do decide we want to give it to them, it's already there, right? Mm. Smart. And if you remember, Poland was the place that uh, when we were denying uh, them tanks and Germany, uh, Poland mm-hmm. was like, we really have to give them tanks. Poland was the one that really convinced Germany to give them tanks, which is what then mm-hmm. ended up convincing the U.S. to give them tanks, and, and everybody's now giving them tanks. 
Uh, as well as I had it in the news, but I got rid of it for something else. But you in Norway are updating your tanks with tanks from Germany now, too. We are, yes. Yeah. Um, Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> I think yes. you're getting the Leopard tanks that uh, we are the same ones that were sent to the Ukraine, and now you're updating yes. your, your tank. So the whole area of the world is updating their military to go against Russia, right? And your t your tanks aren't even going to be there till like 2030 or something. So right, and uh, they're also going to put them in in the north of Norway. So uh, Norwegian politics, yeah, boring and also very stupid. But but here's what is most stupid about it. So. The tanks that are they are replacing, and this is especially in the north of Norway. Norway, Jesus Christ, uh, that was hard to say. Uh, my own country's right. I was gonna say reason. it's only your home yeah. country. <laughs> uh, in the north of Norway, Norway, uh, where we actually have a border to Russia, these new tanks are not. They're really equipped to be so with changing our old tanks that has the range and kind of like uh, uh, I would say the gear to 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 be effective uh, on the border with new tanks that are not as effective so we're just changing to have something new it feels like like I said 20 30 something is when they're going to actually right. so maybe you're just assuming that global warming will have totally gotten rid of all the snow and everything <laughs> and ice so it'll be a totally different climate by then and then the tanks will be more effective at that point there will be no Norway in 2030 left so. right everything's going to be one Eurasia oh wait that's a <laughs> that's from a book okay <laughs> Okay, uh, I I uh, insisted we talk talk about this, so I I guess I I will talk about it. Beauty blogger killed lookalike she found on Instagram to fake her own death. This is this is a weird 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 case. So uh, th there is this beauty blogger that has tried to make us that she has been murdered by leaving. Uh, her uh, uh, double ganger's body in her Mercedes. Right. That is that is so fucking disturbing. Uh, she's a, a twenty-four year old uh, German Iraqi woman who uh, was a beauty blogger, and and she uh, stabbed another beauty blogger more than 50 uh, times uh, com completely disfiguring uh, her uh, face and after luring her to meeting in the Bavarian in the city of Istalf last August uh, uh, then allegedly tried to make it look at that she was the one that had been murdered by leaving like I said, her double ganger's body in a Mercedes uh, near a flat of her friend, and then uh, uh, 
that also was an accomplice. Local reports that says that even her parents were fooled and identified her the, the, the body as her before an autopsy later threw the assumption into doubt. But like it's that a, is, she like stabbed the face. She did. She purposely uh, disfigured right. this person so you couldn't tell who it was as well. Um, but uh, there's a picture a little down in in this. Uh, they look alike. Uh, I don't. I don't actually think they do. But uh, I mean, this you one know? on the right is so photoshopped you could barely tell she has a nose. Oh yeah, that's true. Like that's true. her nose is 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 like flat on her face Same because there's so much photoshop. I mean, hair yeah. hair color is you know. I think this one on the left is dyed, and but I don't know. Uh, it seems to me that this is very similar to something else that happened this week with a U.S. Uh, YouTube streamer. Did you hear about this? No. There was a YouTube streamer this week who put up a. He had a live stream going, uh, and it it was found out that. Uh, at the time of this live stream, his girlfriend was murdered. Uh, the cop he used the live stream as an alibi with the cops, and then what was found out is that oh. he pre-taped a live stream, ah. put it up, and then used ah. it as an alibi. That's much. Which also happened this week. So I I, I thought it was weird. Two kind of like weird internet hmm. murders happened in the same. Well, I think the other one happened a few weeks ago or even months. But they just found out now that the uh, the the live stream was fake because even, just like this one with the parents like actually um, saying, "Oh, uh, yeah, that's her." Uh, in this case, the police were like, "Oh, yeah, well, he's got an alibi. Look, he was on camera this whole time." That there's right. so uh, it, until later when people took apart the video and realized, "Oh, wait, there's no indications of him actually being live." Uh, mm. that's when they started questioning it. Interesting, uh, weird ways to try to get away with murder that I'm sure we're going to see these in, like, some kind of, uh, television show that's, like, internet, uh, mystery murders or something like that. <laughs> right, right, right. It's going to be on T- TLC in, like, six months. How to get away with murder to Electric Boogaloo. Uh, it'll... I was going to say E... E murder, but e, like that's not even relevant to nowadays. Because <laughs> but that's funny. It is funny though, yeah. Uh, but uh, since we're talking about murdering people, uh, let's say you had murdered someone and were were in prison, uh, would you donate your organ or organs for a reduced sentence? Yeah, I wonder if there's like a, well, this is just a proposed law, but a new bill proposes in Massachusetts would allow incarcerated individuals the option of donating their organs or bone marrow in exchange for a reduction in their sentences. The bill's author believed the move would expand the state's pool of donors Mm -hmm. and restore bodily autonomy to inmates, but ethics experts say this is potentially exploitative. I well, it's I can not see potentially. The, I think it's pretty <laughs> exploitative. It's, it's very exploitative. I mean, they're not forcing but, uh, them, right? But they are. Right. It, they're yes. giving them the option, which if they don't do it, they're going to be stuck in jail, right? Yeah. So. So let's say you have a forty-six year uh, sentence. I took a number. 
uh, out of the blue. Uh, have they said how much uh, the prisoners will it says uh, here, get if, there? If successful, it, it would allow those incarcerated in the Massachusetts Department of Corrections to get their sentence reduced anywhere between 60 days to 12 mm-hmm. months, so only up to a year, in exchange for their bodily yeah, offerings... Which may include liver or kidney or other vital blood, uh, vital parts. I'm assuming that 60 days, they said um, bone marrow. That sounds like maybe the lowest level, right? Right. Uh, is, bone, getting bone marrow removed is incredibly painful, as I'm to understand. Yes, uh, it is. Because they have to stick a needle into your bone. If yes. that's two months off, is that worth it? I don't know. N- no, because I have had a bone marrow spiral. Well, let, here's a question. Uh, Let's say you only have 70 days left in your sentence, and if you do this, you're going to be out in 10 days. Right. Then is it worth it? You know what I mean? Maybe. Uh, no. But I think that also <laughs> adds to I think that adds to the exploitive nature of, like, because this yeah. person, you got to think of it in the sense of, like, you're stuck there in jail, and, like, yeah. the closer you get to your to the end of your sentence, the Hard, like the more you're like itching to get out, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I feel like the closer people get to their sentences, the more likely it is that they're gonna go and do this kind of thing, which adds to the exploitation, mm-hmm. I think, to a degree, because they're they're not like they are choosing out of their own volition, but they're choosing out of desperation also. Yeah, as uh, someone has had that needle in their back, I don't recommend it. Uh. Yeah, I've had what do you call it? The thing, the thing where they, uh, basically make the bottom half of your body uh, numb. I I did that a couple oh. times. Not it's not fun. Oh. Yummy. Uh, do you remember Dollar the Cheap? Uh, yeah, from like yeah, my childhood. That's like way back. Yeah, that's uh. That was the first cloned animal in the world. I, that's a time period where I was watching SNL and it was actually good. That's how long ago it was. <laughs> For reference. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was when Simpsons started. Uh, but yeah, uh, no, I, I remember. I, I remember the big hoopla there was about her being cloned. And now it's like totally normal to clone animals. Uh, yeah, I mean, celebrities clone their own pets so that they can have, the, like, the if their pet dies, they can have the same exact pet right. again. Um, and then I remember all the hoopla there was about the r- rat with the air. Rat with the air? What does that mean? Uh, they, they, uh, they cloned a rat to have a human ear on... Oh, ear. I thought you said air. Ear. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Yeah. I remember that, yeah. 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 I don't remember what happened with that, but I remember M- that. Me neither, but I remember the image pretty... Like, I mean, the goal uh, was to be able to take it off the rat and then put it onto a human, I would assume. Right. right. I, yes. But even then, it's not going to, like, grow the eardrum. It's just going to grow, like, the exterior, like, you know, the fleshy part of the ear, not like the functional part of it, I would assume. And I think is it kidneys from pigs they use in humans? You can Don't get it's pig hearts, I think they can yeah, use. Pig yeah, pig hearts. I know yeah. that. Very close to our biology, but 
Scientists in yeah. China say they have cloned three cows that can produce as much as 18 tons of milk per year. A figure that is just... That is a lot of milk. Twice under the average amount of cows in the U.S. Officials yeah. hope the new super cows will help the company's uh, dairy industry reduce its dependence on imported cattle. At present, 70% of China's dairy cows are brought from overseas. Cows that can produce that much milk, as much as 100 tons in their lifetime, are exceedingly rare, with only 1 in 500 capable of such production. Scientists in China took cells from these highly productive Holstein Fijian breed and placed them into surrogate cows. Uh, all totaled, the report says, scientists have cloned 120 embryos. Uh, China says many countries will not sell them the cows uh, to breed to it, which... <laughs> Uh, n which caused the necessity for the cloning experiment. I'm assuming this is probably right. because of, like, uh, sanctions on China. <laughs> right. Just to watch the movie Okiar and see how... I saw a thing today is. about, um, pig, uh, pig boxes. Like, making, uh, instead of having a pig farm like normal, they'd build, like, mm. a, a, like, a skyscraper to have pigs in so you can put more pigs in a smaller area because you're building up instead of you know side oh, to side that, so that's also something China's doing yeah. I think they're more concerned of getting ahead of like what if uh, the the rest of the world uh, all of a sudden turns on us and starts to sanction us in the same way they are Russia um, mm. they're like we better get a hold of better food production better this better that because that could happen to us at any time. And so I see that as why this is happening, but maybe not. No, Tron tells the truth this week. So directly into the TV round we go. Um, let's start with some British TV shows. Uh, Me and my sugar daddy. Two episodes. Documentary about sugar daddies and their relationship with uh, their clients. A or documentary or, uh, or was it a... Uh reality show no it's a documentary <laughs> okay it sounds like yeah. an american reality show waiting to happen so i bet this is going to be remade in america <laughs> probably uh, it was very interesting i mean and especially episode one was very 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 interesting uh i think it depends a little on on like who you follow because there's uh, three people in each ep episode you follow. Uh, so it's a little like luck of the draw of like who you follow and who you find interesting and things like that. Uh, but it was especially one uh, cu couple. Can I call them a couple? I guess so. Uh, where um, she was selling uh, like naked pictures and things online. And had a living with her boyfriend and also like 60 sugar daddies. Very interesting. 60? Uh, yeah, like online. That's a lot. Even yeah, for like, even for an online relationship, six, having to deal with 60 people? Like... I just sent... I think, I think people were like... Uh, I think it was like uh, kind of the OnlyFans service where oh, okay was, right yeah yeah that makes more sense all right yeah and uh one was a lesbian that was also very interesting 
Okay. Uh, how 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 she like felt about doing wor- work for people she had no sexual interest in. Yeah. So that is something I watched this week. Uh, I also saw, saw the first episode. Yeah. Of the new season of Miracle Workers. Uh, Welcome to Boomtown is the first episode, but it's called End Times, and it's totally a parody of... What did I, did I tell you it was a parody of? Uh, Mad Max, I think? Mad Max, yeah. Very, very funny. Yeah, I wrote that down. I need to watch that. I for, You even told me about it, and I forgot to see it, so... The rest of the seasons are really good, so I'm assuming this is just as good. Yeah. This is the final season, right? That's what they said. Yes. Uh, that's what I remember. Yes. And that's why it's called End Time as well. I think the show has run its course also as far as, like... Yeah. The joke... There's an underlying inherent joke of it. Uh, yes. That started in the first season, and I hope they wrap that part of it up in the last season. Like, they go back to heaven. I you also, know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. I also hope that. Right. Uh, let's see, I saw something that came out last week, Nikki Bella Says I Do, I know you saw this. Mm-hmm, I saw two episodes of this. It was on the E! Network, a uh, very E! Network reality show about a wedding, I mean, uh, it's about her, tr- uh, struggle to get married in, what, did they say 90 days or something? It was like a ridiculously small amount of time they were trying to plan a wedding. <sighs> That's one of my biggest problems with this. Is like, why the fuck did you choose to get married in so short? Well, if they say, "Oh, we got to do it before I go on Dancing with the Stars," that was the whole thing. Yeah, like but why? I don't know. I was like, do it after Dancing with the Stars, yeah. right? Then you yes. can plan this yes. whole thing better. And but she's like, I've, <laughs> I, I was already gonna get married, so I already have this whole plan. That was one of the, her points. Is like. I was engaged already, so I already planned out, like, all this stuff, so I don't feel like... But the thing is, planning it out, and then actually, like, uh, uh, implementing the plan are two different things, right? Uh, But another thing, she's like, I already have the dress, so I don't need to go pick the dress. (laughs) But then that became a whole thing of contention, because her sister's like, should you be wearing the dress that you were going to get married with another guy? Uh... But the, the guy, you know, her fiance is like, I don't care. <laughs> like, it was a whole point of contention. And he's like, I don't give, like, why would I care? It's just a dress, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's a shitty reality show with Bella Bella. I can't see myself forcing myself to watch more than two episodes of this. I mean, it's a combination of a wedding show and, like, a... a um kardashian type family drama reality show it's a combination of those two things uh i can't think of any other show that's kind of like that so in a way it's kind of different so i guess i'll kind of give it points there really bad production a lot of it is so fake so incredibly fake. yes very much very scripted and and you know the bellas they're not great actors I mean, let's be real. They've never been great actors. So, <laughs> I'll give this a... Uh, it's probably a 2.5, right? I gave it a 2.5. I think the point five is for that kind of original spin on a reality show. Uh, yeah. Of, like, combining two different types of reality shows. Yeah. Well, I saw the best science fiction show in the world this week. I saw The Ark. 
Yeah. Oh, wait, it wasn't the best science fiction show in the world. It was pretty bad. <laughs> um, it was. It was pretty, uh, so. This is set a hundred years in the future, and uh, planetary like uh, missions has begun, and it's necessary to secure the survival of the human race. And f the first of these missions is this spacecraft known as the Ark. Right. And uh, uh, then uh, one encounter of a very cat catastrophic uh, kind uh, makes them lose a lot of life and they don't have m uh, more than... Oh, oh, they have more than a year of... Uh, left to go before they re reach their target, but they have supplies that are like nothing. So yeah, and dwindling because they like their life support systems are failing and things like that. Right. Uh, I mean, the concept is like obvious, and I think it's been done a few times. There was definitely a movie yes. that we saw with Jennifer Lawrence that was this exact thing, except. I actually feel like that movie was a little more boring because it was like they were stuck in the pods the whole time. Where right. this one, they're actually walking Chris around. Prisoners. Yeah. <laughs> yes. um, I kind of found it dumb that they were... It, it seems like you would plan for this in the sense that you would make the pods, you would be able to get back in them and re-go to back to sleep so that right. you wouldn't but have to use all that food. the pods in the first episode. So oh, is that what happened? That. I didn't get that from yes. it. it it was oh, yeah, yeah. very unclear about a lot of things that got lost, which I think is on purpose so that they can kind of use that in the future to be like, oh, now this is wrong and now that's wrong. But then there's also like the underlying like political thing about this where like this one lady uh, becomes the leader of the group because all the rest of the leaders got killed off. Um, mm -hmm. So there's that whole also storyline in this. Of like, and there's the soap the, opera element of it in the middle of it as well. And there yeah, there's like a like, power battle, and then there's people who snuck onto the ship because the Earth is obviously gonna, the Earth is dying, and so they wanted to get off the Earth, but they don't actually have the skills to take care of the ship, right? right? Yeah, um, stowaways. But the acting is terrible in this. The special effects yes. are terrible. Uh, yeah. The set design is just looks. So cheap. It looks Stupid. like I would say if you went la to a laser tag arena, it would look pretty much just like this. <laughs> if it was like space themed laser tag arena, um, that's the level of like <laughs> that what it looks like. So yeah, I'd give this this. I mean, it, it's probably worse than Nikki Bella says I do. So I'll give it a one point five. Oh, do I think it's worse than Nikki Bella? I do. Um. Yeah, I guess. I honestly would it. rather watch more Nikki Bella says I do than the Ark. Like than the Ark. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I I probably would say the same. Other than that, I've just seen one episode of it, and I kind of have to see two because that's the rule we have. Uh, but um, yeah, no, I will give this a two. I think. I'm just saying, if I was to sit down and then they put. In, somebody was like, you a have gun. to watch one of these. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would go with more Nikki Bella uh, <laughs> reality show. Because, you know, at least it's just stupid and mindless. Right. This it, It's trying trying really hard to be, like, a very serious show, but it's just stupid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
Your turn. My turn. Uh, Killing County on Hulu. Did you see this? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is uh, narrated by Colin Kirkpatrick, right? Yes. The football player, famous for taking a knee. He uh, talks about a specific county uh, where it's really known just specifically for police officers killing people and then trying to mm -hmm. get away with it. And so there's three different stories of this happening in this county. Uh, I, I The stories are interesting. I wish the production value of this was higher because... I also wish that. I, I have that in my notes. I, 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 it's I like oxygen that. channel level yes. of like production value, uh, like recreations yeah. and stuff that are just very poorly done. Um, uh, it feels, it feels, uh, I, I wrote down, it feels a little unfinished. I feel like they just I... didn't have enough money to do what they wanted to do, right? Right, um, yes. Using a lot of cheap stock footage and things like that makes it look che right. cheap and cheesy. And, I mean, I, that really takes away from the message, uh, which is the most important thing of this whole yeah. thing, is like uh, talking to these uh Fam uh, families of the victims and talking to people in the, in the, you know, uh, just like finding out about these stories that you wouldn't find out about any other way if you didn't watch the show, right? So, right. Uh, but I, also, it, it being only three episodes long made it also watchable because it sure, was. Sure, yeah. I, I mean, the story itself is so interesting that it kept my interest through all of the three episodes that I watched. I don't know if you watched the whole show. Uh, I watched two episodes. I haven't finished it yet. But it's, okay. uh, it's, it's just, uh, it's also kind of, you know, it's depressing because it's about a lot of it's very death depressing. Yeah. and unnecessary death of that. Uh, mm -hmm. But, I mean, the show itself, the content's really good. Uh, the Obviously, they'd had to do a lot of investigative, uh, you know, journalism to make the show. So you got to consider everything that went into that. But the production value, like I said, is so low. So, I don't know, maybe a 5.5? I gave it a six. Okay. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about Free Ridge. Mm hmm. That's what it's called, right? Uh, yeah. Free Ridge? This was the last thing I saw. Uh, this is a comedy question mark? Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a sitcom. Comedy. I mean, it by definition, it's a sitcom, right? This sure was a show that was not that funny. Uh, mostly because of none of the main characters being at all interesting or actually fucking annoying. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would say unlikable is the best way to put them. I mean, I, <laughs> yes. I, like, I understand what they're going for, kind of like a Dennis the Menace vibe, where, like, the person is, like, trying to be good, but always, like, mm. is really mean on accident kind of thing, and that's what the main mm -hmm. character, she's, like, that's her whole vibe, and that's why she ends up messing up, and it ends up being kind of a supernatural show, but is it a supernatural show? That's kind of the right. whole thing of it. Um, I, I can spoil and say that it ends... Very badly in episodes, last episode. In the last episode, I saw, 
Yeah, I saw episode one, two, and the last. <laughs> I should go and watch the last. I'm actually kind of interested in that because that yeah part of the storyline at least at least is different and interesting from like the sitcom parts of it, right? Um, right. It's a lot of child actors, so they're you know child actors. Yes. I'm not going to rag on them for anything, but the the production value is pretty mid tier. Uh, the jokes mm-hmm. just aren't funny. There's that. No. Uh, just really not funny. <laughs> and uh, you know how I feel about sitcoms. So. So yeah, I I'd say this is like a four type show. I had this at three point five, so we're not that far away from each other. Maybe if I saw the last episode because you said it's really bad, maybe it would go down. So I don't know, but yeah. Uh, we'll see if I get around to watching. I'm not going to watch any more of it, but I would go back and uh, like just check out the last episode on two point two x speed, maybe. Yeah. Well, uh, the last thing we saw together was uh, how how I met your mother. How the fuck did that go into my head? Well, because they're both like <laughs> spinoffs of another show from like right long time ago, but yeah, different decades. That 90s show. Yeah. <laughs> That 90s show, episode 3, Lip Smackers, after Sherry dishes out about her date, Kitty steps in to help her break things off with her bow. Uh, Never been kissed Leia decides it's time to pucker up. Right, this is the... The main storyline was the the kissing storyline where the main character, she's never kissed a boy. They want her to find some boy to kiss. That's the whole storyline. So here's also where I feel they have changed a lot since the pilot episode. Because in the pilot episode, I got a very strong feeling that she would hook up with the African-American woman in this episode, in this show. Well, it seemed like it in the pilot, right? And it seemed like that's the direction. But like I said, in... Sometimes when you have a pilot, uh, they retool things when they, like, they take the pilot and they show it to people and they do a focus group and the people say, oh, we don't like this, we do like this, we want to change this. And that, and after a pilot, then you end up people with people like Sherry, who wasn't in the first episode, right? Right. And now she's here and, uh, it's all, it's all because of those kind of things. So they definitely changed around some of the characters, uh, intentions, uh, they definitely uh, had one plan in the pilot, I think, uh, but that's not unusual either. No, because the Asian kids all of a sudden uh, uh, was gay in episode two, and it was not that gay in in the pilot. Well, so he didn't. He lot. wasn't gay presenting in the in episode right. one. Uh, but then it, we did see in episode one because they did like a upcoming this season then they right. then it showed it so um yeah definitely in the pilot they had a plan for the characters and totally they didn't totally scrap it but they changed a bunch no, of major e- elements yeah. i wouldn't say a lot but the, they changed a few major elements uh that would have changed the you know the storyline going forward mm-hmm. it seems like now she is on the main character i mean is on the course hooking up with Kelso's younger brother. Um, right. So that's the new, like, love interest storyline of this. Uh, and then in this episode, we also had a side story with the parents. With Fez. Uh, yeah, the Fez and 
was dating. I literally just said her name. Uh, Kitty. No. Uh, Kitty, right? Sherry. Oh, Sherry. Right. Uh, is it the new the new character that just kind of showed up in in this? Uh, and she wants to break up with him. But that's it. but that was like a super side storyline, very yeah minor to the rest of the episode. Overall, this had a lot of good jokes in it, though. The lip smacker really, bit... Really, really funny. Yeah. ...was a very tiny bit of this episode, and yet that's the title of the episode, <laughs> which is kind of weird. Yeah. It was like one little joke where they were making... Uh, the Jackie and Kelso equivalents in this were making out basically the whole episode, and at the end, they stop making out, and he realizes that he's gotten a rash on his face from her uh, chapstick. Chapstick. Right, yeah. exactly. Which is a, well, it's a funny joke. It's a, yeah. it's fine. I mean, in context, when I say it out loud, it doesn't sound funny. Now that I say it like that, it's like, oh, that doesn't fa- sound funny at all. <laughs> no, but this was the best episode so far. I thought so. I really, really, yeah, I really like this. I, I gave this a 6.5, actually. I, I was thinking a 7, so, yeah, we're right yeah. in the same area. I think this show could be funnier uh, if they played oh, more yeah. on the 90s tropes instead of just, like... Yes. A- are using like standard uh, sitcom uh, scripts, but whatever. But it's it's still watchable, and it's it's not harming me, and it's not it's not hard to cover. And it's, it's very... it doesn't feel like it's doing any disjustice dis- to the like, original show. No, it's not like it doesn't. Oh man, now it's like tainting that '70s show or something like that, where. If people don't right. remember that '80s show, I would say actually did taint that sh- '70s oh. show. Oh, <laughs> that, no. that '80s terrible. show was like awful. Yes. Uh, okay, the Grammys happened. We're not really going to go into it. Beyonce wins, uh, breaks records for the artist with the most Grammys in in historic ceremony. Uh, yeah, I, I have to interfere you for a little. Uh, uh, Tyler Swift uh, really uh, deserves this prize. Right. Uh, yeah. See I, what I did. There. I see what you yeah. did there. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, there's a bunch of controversy <laughs> over some <laughs> song where a guy dressed up like the devil, and you know the the Christians always come out of the woodwork whenever they think. Of course. Because you know Hollywood and Satanism. So uh, yeah. That was a whole story out of this also. What else was a big story? Uh, oh, this uh, person, Kim Petros, became the first or er, second transgender woman to win a Grammy. Oh, I thought it was the first. Oh, okay. Well, She's really, really good. I like her music. Some of it. Never, never heard of them. So, yeah. Cool. Well, what you have heard about is Net- Netflix, and uh, also you have heard about Squid Game, and we know that they were uh, recording uh, a reality show based on Squid Game, and it is reportedly an inhuman disaster. Why does that not fucking dis- uh, <laughs> surprise me. A reality show based on uh, a concept where they kill people is an inhuman disaster. How strange. It says the filming conditions are far from, uh, aren't far from inhumane. 
uh, presented in the original show with several contestants speaking out about the unsafe filming environment and claim the game was also rigged. Well, that, I mean, that's something totally different, I guess. Um, Based on multiple reports, conditions on the show have been difficult to say the least. Gathering in a former air hangar in London, unpaid participants of the spinoff reportedly faced freezing temperatures and fatigue. They had been woken up as early as 3 a.m., oh, 3.30 a.m. and remained on set for nine hours, unable to move for long stretches of time due to the game they were playing. Uh, at least ten participants collapsed during the first collapsed during the first day of filming, according to the Rolling mm. Stone. Um, several contestants claimed it was also rigged, citing the fact that a few influencer contestants were pre-selected to move on to new rounds, regardless of the results of previous rounds. Well, yeah, I, I mean that's going well, that's for shit, the. Eh? That's definitely rigged if that's the case. Um, yeah. But they're doing it obviously, you know, because people want to. So they can promote that influencer as being on the show, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I have a, I have a sneaking suspicion this is going to be an awful thing. We will probably cover it. This is happening at the. <laughs> si- this is happening at the same time as uh, there's like a, a a trial happening for one of the actors of the original show, like the old guy for sexual right. assault claims. So that's also happening with. Uh, Squid Games. There's a lot of stuff happening with Squid Games right now. Hey, look. Uh, do you know? Uh, do you need a lot of spin-offs in your TV? Do you like spin-offs? Uh, we we're watching a spin-off, I guess, right now in the that '90s show, right? We are. Yeah. That, that, that is, per definition, a spin-off. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Is it a little bit funny that? Uh, the last two shows we watched are spin-off shows. Shows. What was the one we watched before this? I don't even remember. Uh, how you? I met your father. Oh, was that really the last one we watched? Oh, I think so. No, yeah. we watched something in between there. We had to. Have. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh, yeah, I uh, I don't remember what that was. Yeah, I don't either. Let me go back and look, and you go into this article. But yeah, uh, Dexter and Billions are have spin-offs in the work. Something that is kind of weird. Uh, spoilers for Dexter's uh, last season when Dexter dies. Um, but uh, yeah, um, the executive uh, who created with growing uh, Taylor Sheridan's Yellowstone franchise. Uh, says that the uh, streamer has expanded with two Showtime's uh, dramas, Dexter and Billions, with multiple offshoots in the work. Uh, they confirm sources to Hollywood Report. The linear cable network is developing uh, as many as four series connected to the Billions franchise, inclu- including Millions and Trillions. <laughs> Sorry, that's, that's the most <laughs> stupid fucking <laughs> titles. Sorry. I uh, thought you were joking for a second, but you weren't. That was like no. the actual, yeah. No. Uh, yeah, the Billions Coke. Uh, yeah, as uh, Dexter McCartney announced Monday that Showtime is going straight to series on a prequel series. Okay. 
Dexter's Origin. Ugh. Oof. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, that will tell the origin story of Michael C. Hall's serial killer drama that first bowed on Showtime in 2006 and was, yeah, cool. And Showtime additionally is developing a new version of Dexter's New Blood. Okay, cool. That will follow Dexter's son, Harrison. Okay. Uh, I mean, I I didn't watch the rest of that original, or the last Dexter show, which everybody said was really good, but I never finished it. it I was like... Yeah. Whatever. I'm not. I don't really care that much. I saw the original. I'm happy with that. Which you, that was you, one thing you're everybody. One of the very few. <laughs> yeah, everybody hated that ending, and I was one of the few people that actually d- yeah. didn't mind it. So yeah. Uh, I think we watched a few shows uh, in between the uh, now and then. It seems like we watched Cabinet of Curiosity for sure. Oh yeah, of course. The last thing we watched was that show High School about the twins that we only watched. Two episodes oh, two because episodes. it was pretty bad, yeah. um, and then I don't know what was before that, but yeah, hmm. cool. Oh, Sandman! We watched Sandman before that, so there's oh, a. Sandman. I don't know when we watched How I Met Your Mother, but it might have been like a F- bunch father. of shows ago. Oh, how? Yeah, How I Met Your Father. Sorry. Uh, they have started <laughs> season two. I haven't seen. Uh, I'm getting a lot of promotions for it. Uh, I'm not... I guess yeah. I could watch it. It's one of those shows that you would watch, like, while you're cleaning the house. It's not, you know, a show to sit down and watch, uh, in my I'm opinion. I'm going to wait till it ends and binge it. Okay. Oh, I, it's, oh by the way... Is it a week-by-week? Week? Oh, I didn't I didn't know they didn't put it out all at once. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's it's week-by-week. Week. Oh, by the way, talking about Yellowstone, have you ever seen an episode of a Yellowstone? I don't like uh, Western-type shows, you know what I mean? So Yeah. Kevin Costner. Uh, yeah, I... I I almost gave it a chance this week. I, I downloaded the first season and and uh, and almost started it and then I was like, nah, I I <laughs> I have to uh, finish uh, what I am watching. All right, audibletrial.com forward slash adc. That's audibletrial.com forward slash adc. Go get a free trial and a free book uh, at Audible. Uh, get free audiobook, free uh, audio something there. If you cancel before the 30 days is up, uh, you get to keep the book, but you probably want to stick around with Audible because they have deals on things and stuff. Go check it out. Actually, I want to come with a book uh, recommendation, if you don't mind. I'm reading uh, Figuring by Maria Popova. It's a really, really interesting um, book. Uh, it's a scientist that has written it, and it explores the complexities of uh, uh, love and the human search for truth and meaning uh, to in- interconnections with other people. So, and I really, really liked it, so I recommend that. All right, uh, Eurovision. Uh, Eurovision. Where are we starting from? We are starting with Joker Out with Carpe Diem from Slovenia. I would say this is the best song of the week to me. 
Uh, okay. It at least has some kind of feeling of like soul and like it doesn't feel like it was produced on like in a factory for some reason where I think the other two kind of did. Uh, I really like this song, I have to say. I, it just uh, felt I, like it came from the country. It felt like there was like a meaning behind it. It felt like maybe mm-hmm. it was the music video that added to it where the other ones are live performances, but it felt like uh, these artists like put something into it instead of like there was an artist and then somebody else wrote a song for that person and then they kind of worked with it and made it made it their own maybe a little bit but it wasn't mm-hmm. really their song to begin with this feels like these guys made this song to me <laughs> i don't know i have heard uh, them live and they are actually better live than the music video as well i ha- have heard this song on slovenian tv okay uh, and I really dig them better live, actually, than the video. Uh, so I'm I don't think it's the best song of the week, but I am a little biased uh, <laughs> because of what is going to go last. Uh, but but I really really like this. I'm going to give this actually an eight out of ten. I was going to say a seven. So, yeah, I, it just feels... It definitely feels like it can move on. Uh, oh, definitely. I do wonder about the stage performance, because I didn't see it, uh, it live, right. but you did. I'm assuming... Yes, the, their stage performance is a brilliant. They are is, a really good group that has gotten... Uh, it's not a group that I set up for Eurovision. They have been friends for years and things like that. So are they playing they... instruments or is it like yes? Okay, that's what I was assuming. Which is kind of interesting. I I feel like these guys are gonna go in to Liverpool looking a lot like the Beatles, like the right. Slovenian Beatles. Yeah. But uh, can we both agree that Ireland with wild youth and. You are one was the worst of the week. Can we both agree on that? Uh, yeah. This this definitely just felt like the song was written by an AI or something, right? Oh, it's so bad. It's just so generic. Like, I, it is so generic. I think I, this was just as generic as that song last week that I was saying. Like, I don't remember what song it was, but that just it was a generic love song that like it doesn't actually you can tell they're not talking about a specific person where if you hear somebody singing a love song and they actually feel it in like their heart because they went through it and like you can feel that Mm. you know what i'm talking about like the feeling that they have when they're singing about it changes if they actually felt it in real life where that this that love song and this it's like it just feels like it was written to be as generic as possible so it can talk to as broad of an audience as possible, specifically because it's in a song contest, which is kind of annoying to me. Yeah, and his voice is very... uh, I'm I'm going to call it flat. I don't really like his voice. Yeah, and the stage performance is pretty bland. It's... uh, It looks like... Just like a... A stage performance you'd see at a bar on a Friday night or something, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, uh, let's talk about the country I'm a tiny bit biased on. What do you Just mean? Just a tiny bit. <laughs> tiny, tiny bit biased. Because we're talking about Norway? Uh, oh, right. Norway. 
maybe we are. Uh, it's Alessandra with Queen of the King. Or as I call it, definitely not uh, Eva Max. Okay, I don't know who that is, but this definitely didn't feel Norwegian, though, right? Or, or am I wrong there? I I think this is is has some Norwegian like roots in it, like especially in the beginning, uh, where they were like uh, uh, singing Latin. Uh, there's a, like a little like uh, what I would kind of like called. Uh, Sami culture sing singing in the beginning that sounds like Latin is actually uh, Sami uh, but uh, I really dig this song I really dig this song I I, I have this on my uh, playlist I play it all the time I uh, I dance around in my apartment to uh, to this and I usually don't dance Okay, I, I mean, I think it's pretty, uh, it's like a lot of female vocalist songs of this day and age. It has a very similar mm. beat, it's got a very, she's got a similar cadence. I don't know that she enunciates a lot of the lyrics 100%, at least in the live performance. Um, the stage performance is the thing that makes it stand out. The choreography of the dancing mm. is, like, impeccable, uh... Mm. Specifically, the background dancers. She kind of just stands there really and good. she does yeah. some hand movements, but they like, they make it. They're what makes this oh, yeah. uh, a really good performance to me. I'd give it a, a probably a six point six. I'll give it a six. Yeah, and I'm an eight point five, almost nine. I really dig this. This is my favorite song this year. Um, if this I was don't... being brought. Uh, by like Azerbaijan, I wouldn't be. I, I would be like, oh, that's yeah, that seems right, but it seems strange from Norway to me as an outsider. But, okay. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Uh, next week we will definitely do a lot of other songs because holy moly, there's seven songs coming out this weekend, uh, and uh, there's also a song that I already has came out that we didn't even have on the list but we do max three a week so uh yeah we have enough uh, we have enough to cover okay movie Let's round movie um yeah how many movies did you see i saw three movies let's talk about pamela first uh pamela a love okay. story documentary um about mm -hmm. pamela anderson it was created this is what you said right by her sons with permission from her mm -hmm. specifically because if you watch the documentary it's all based around her diaries and home videos right which is like yes. unseen footage which that's kind of the coolest part of this whole documentary is the unseen footage mm -hmm. uh yeah i i think it's a little fluffy there are some historical well. If you're making if it. if you're making a documentary about your parent, you know that, and they gave you permission to see this stuff, that they could take away permission if you if you make you know, there's like things about this that it's never going to be like a, a negative documentary, obviously. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, but but I I also think it's very vulnerable about like her. her her 
her loneliness is something that that, that is talked a lot about through the movie. Uh, how how alone she has felt, and I mean after she moved I, to the United States, right? Because like right, she moved to L.A. where people are pretty fake, and especially when you're somebody in that industry that she was in, like uh, I wouldn't say porn industry, but adult magazines like Playboy. Mm-hmm. Um, there a lot of people are just trying to use you to make money, and so they're not really your friends and things like that. You know what I mean? Uh, right. They're just like trying to use you or business at best business acquaintances, you know? So, uh, she talked a lot about, uh, because she moved back to Canada now and she feels like so much more normal there than she did in, in Mm -hmm. the United States. Uh, yeah, like you said, there's some issues with like this timeline, but what we found out is this is based off of a memoir that she wrote and there was some, uh, uh, legal issues that they couldn't add certain things in, into this, right? That's at right. least what it seems like. Uh, but there's some weird... They just completely leave out her being on Home Improvement, which for me was the first time I ever saw Pamela Anderson, way before... Mm-hmm. Me too. Because I was young enough that I hadn't, wasn't seeing Playboy or anything. Uh, and that was way before Baywatch, so... Uh, but uh, is it a good documentary? I, I would say so. Uh, it's a little standard cutty cooker. And also, like I said, I I am not a huge, huge fan of uh, it being so incredibly uh, fluffy. Uh, so I will give it a 5.5. I mean, it would be interesting for them to have brought it. Excuse me somebody who is like against their point of view and then have the the boys interview that person and like have a back mm-hmm. and forth but i don't think they were going for that they were going for more of like there was a there was a tv show made about our mom and it was wrong and so we're going to correct the record it was more like about that yeah. than anything else because they did a whole section maybe what two thirds of the way through just talking about what how they felt and what that was going through their minds when that TV show came out with, uh, what's his name? Uh, whatever the, the most recent Pam right. and Tommy documentary, uh, mm-hmm. not documentary TV show, I guess. Cause it TV really show, wasn't yeah. a documentary. Um, yeah, the whole thing's pretty interesting. It, it is, uh, on the lower end of budget, but I would call it a found footage documentary more than anything else because of all the <laughs> diary yeah. stuff and, you know, stuff like that, which she even said, I had this just stored away. And once I saw the documentary, I realized, oh, I've got all that. I've got record of everything. So, yeah, that's the most interesting part. I'd give it a, what did I give it? I gave it a 5.5. Huh. Then I saw Louis C.K. back at the garden. Wow, uh, okay. This is... Wow, what? I didn't know this was coming out. Oh, uh, yeah, uh... You can fast forward uh, approximately an hour uh, if you're not super interested in jazz and terribly stand up uh, because he has two like supporting uh, stand up uh, performers before him. One oh, okay. Worse, worse than the other, but Johnny Coltrane 
uh, uh, playing jazz for half an hour if you're not super interested in Johnny Coltrane's playing jazz. I I recommend you you fast forward an hour. Uh, but I thought this was one of his best stand-ups uh, I've seen. I really, really, really think uh, it was funny. I think it was kind of funny how he apologized for how he apologized for things going on in, in his life. Um, he's like, uh, for people that are, are Louis C.K. fans here, I'm sorry you have had a bad period of your life. Uh, yeah, uh, things like that. But it, very, very, very hilarious, very, very funny. I recommend it. Uh, I if it wasn't for all the fucking sax playing and terrible uh, warm up, uh, I it probably would have gotten it an out of ten. But I I kind of have to since it's on the on the material that was there. I kind of have to to deduct it two points. So I will give it eight out of ten. I remember hearing stories of Sam Kennison would specifically pick terrible comedians to open for him. That way he looked better in comparison. <laughs> so I think that is actually a practice that maybe that you just That's experienced. Really yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else I watched the drop. This was, I don't know where this was, but it, it has, uh, there was a show a while ago called Supreme Donuts. The main character was in that. He's a he's grown up a bit uh, as an actor. This is a comedy about a couple who are thinking about um, are thinking about having kids. They're trying to have kids, I guess, but they're they haven't conceived yet. They're they're you know they're in that stage where like she's just starting to look at her fertility timeline and like when they should have sex and when is the best mm -hmm. time to have sex uh, and things like that. And they go on a vacation uh, wedding to like an island for their, mm -hmm. uh, I think it's her ex-girlfriend. And so uh, in at the airport when they land, they get there and one of the friends hands her uh, the, a baby and she drops mm -hmm. the baby uh, basically ruining the whole you know weekend wedding because everybody's now worried about the baby being in the hospital the baby it, right. you know it's relatively fine uh, but then it starts to go into like interpersonal relationships and uh, the guy starts questioning well should we have a baby you know things like that but it's a comedy it's kind of interesting Kind of terrible. I give it a 4.5. It's pretty in the middle, but uh, mm. some of the jokes don't land. I'll tell you, I'll say that. Hey, in the original language, what was the last movie that you saw called? Well, in the... I don't know. I don't remember what it was in the original language. I'd have to look it up. But it was called <laughs> Viking Wolf. Viking Ulven? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because we saw a Norwegian movie that wasn't uh, at all bad. It was pretty terrible, actually. Or I I liked it less than Luke, but uh, I thought it was pretty standard see. for like B horror movies. I don't I like I, I've seen yeah. a lot worse uh, like werewolf movies. You know what I mean? It it's a sure. it's a 
it's about Vikings who bring, when they're raiding some town, right? We find out it way back in the day. Uh, right. Viking Bring a wall from Germany to... Or Germany slash Romania. That's what we think. They didn't really say where it came from, but, you know, they're pillaging. Right. They got this wolf from somewhere and brought it back to Norway. And then it uh, now is a there's a werewolf problem uh, mm-hmm. that just kind of comes up thousands. Or I guess we figured 700 years later, right? Even though they say a thousand. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, we had that little fun on their ex- expense <laughs> because we were like, what year is this? Right. Uh, <laughs> the acting's not great. The special effects are pretty nope. mid-tier. I wouldn't say they're bad special effects, but they're, you know... Uh, I would say they are bad special effects. I'd say they're on Especially the level... when we saw Troll. Uh, yeah, but that was really, you know, really, really good. I, I think uh, right. it's on the level of a TV show. Uh, Sci-fi. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like yeah. a cable t- TV station uh, level special effects, which isn't bad, but it's not great. Um, the storyline's fine. It's very standard. Uh, girl gets bit uh, and is going to turn into a werewolf. The ending's pretty interesting, though, right? I really wish they ended the movie 10 seconds before they did. It seems maybe they were going to end it that way and then changed yes. it, not to spoil anything, but... Right. It, it, uh, either way, to me, it doesn't really change like the quality of the rest of the movie, so I'd no, give it a... Ending, Go ahead. Ending is important. I give it... Uh, no, a good ending is important, I said. Oh, right, right. Uh, a four. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm not super far behind you, but I can't go higher than a three point five. That's still pretty close. It doesn't. Yeah. It's one of those movies that it's fine. It's. I'm not gonna uh, recommend it to anybody though. Netflix, uh, which is where Viking Wolf was. Yeah. Says new password sharing rules were posted by mistake. It has walked back its supposed new rules around password sharing, saying that information was shared on their help center by mistake. For a brief time yesterday, a help center article containing information that is only applicable to Chile, Costa Rica, and Peru went live in other countries. We have since updated it. The whole, they were saying that anybody. Uh, not on their own personal Wi-Fi would be kicked off every 30 days or something, right? Mm. Uh, and according to them, this is not going live anywhere else, but a lot of people are saying when well, maybe this is a test case in these countries to see if it, it, it'll work in other countries, you know? Mm. Hey, uh, records, dances with wolf actor uh, armed with uh, armed cult against cops. Uh, more like dances with guns, right? Exactly. Nathan Chasing Horse trained his wives, multiple wives, to use firearms, instructing them to shoot it out with police if they ever tried to break the family apart, according to records obtained by Associated Press. If they failed, the actor said they should all take suicide pills. The abuse said uh, abuse that authorities said spanned two decades led Tuesday to the arrest of this uh, chasing horse 
following a months-long investigation by Las Vegas police. This is kind of interesting. I did... I remember the guy, like, if you look at him, he's obviously much older, but I remember this guy from the movie. I do remember him, yeah. I don't remember him from any other movie ever, so I don't know that he was ever in anything else. Probably Probably. the only movie he was in. Or at least maybe the only big one. Uh, Let's see, I don't see anything else, but yeah, crazy cult leader. Um, I guess I'm not surprised by that. (laughs) No, Dances with Wolves was... um... A movie I haven't seen in many, 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 many years. I doubt it holds up. Uh, And I also don't have three hours of my life. I feel like I I watched it a bunch of times when I was younger. You know what I mean? Uh, I think a friend of mine had it on VHS or something, and you would put it on because it was so long. Because you could have it in the background, and it would just keep playing. He was really... I think that this kid was really into, like... Uh, that whole time period also. I think it, that whole time period was like interesting to people in the 90s, at least in my area. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It was strange. I think if you look back at that movie, there's probably some racist tropes, but maybe not. Uh, hey, look. Uh, remember when we talked about Andrew... Uh, Prince Andrew the Musical? Yeah, I, I do, yeah. Yeah, well, they are now making a Netflix movie about his interview. And Gillian Anderson, Billy Piper, Rifle, Sewell, Borg is on it. People that I have a lot of respect for. It's called Scoop. It's a film about Prince Andrew's disastrous Newsnight interview in 2019. Scoop is adapted from a book, Scoops Behind the Scenes of the BBC, of BBC's Most Shocking Interviews, in which he details what happened behind the scenes of uh, this specific interview, which is widely credited as being a nail in the coffin of Andrew's public role. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I would say. It, we definitely made fun of it at the time. And probably oh, yeah, it was definitely the nail in the coffin. I mean, he lost all his titles and everything after that. I think the accusations are what caused a lot of that, but I think him making having coming out and doing such a terrible interview uh, also caused a lot of bad. You know, I think it was the accusations more than anything. But right, remember when he said he couldn't sweat, and that he went to like a pe- he remembers going to a specific pizza joint that exact night, <laughs> even though it was like year, ten years ago. Oh, <laughs> uh, so. Uh, yeah, no, it will be an interesting movie to see, though. I'm interested in watching what happened around it. I mean, I've seen the interviews. So I like Julian Anderson. Uh, yeah, I, I And too. as long as it's put put together well, it should be good, yeah. Well, uh, let's see if I, I was correct in guessing that uh, the amazing Maurice was about an animated cat look. You said mouse last week, actually. Oh, mouse, did I? Mm-hmm. Oh, mouse. Okay, mouse. The original fairy tales are all the same. The princess, the hero. But this story is a little different. I am the amazing Maurice. That cat can talk. Well, of course. Many of us can. 
Right, go, go, go. <gasps> well, it was Mouse's as well, Luke. So what am I in your story? Um, you're not yeah, handsome enough to I think those are rats, but it I'm looks very ratatouille also, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, it like, does. even the animation looks ratatouille-esque. Let's go. I think I love her. <laughs> from Terry Pratchett. That's interesting. Yeah. There aren't any local rats here. A lot of famous uh, voices I recognize here. I love Amelia Clark. Yeah, it's very British. This came out uh, in the UK a while ago. I think in the end of the year, last year. And is now coming out in the US, so. I don't know if that means it's good or bad, right? Don't worry, a cat always lands on its feet! <laughs> <laughs> Hugh Glorious the cat. Ah, Maurice! Amazing, Maurice. You have to fight it! It looks pretty interesting. The animation's decent. Yeah. You'll have to find out the rest yourself. The amazing Maurice. <laughs> Coming Christmas 2020. Good. We just have to wait for Christmas 2020. We'll get a time machine, all right? Okay. Well, if we get the Del DeLorean and go back to Christmas, what is this Oscar-nominated movie all about? Uh, Maurice is a streetwise ginger cat who comes up with a money-making scam, scam to befriend a group of self-taught talking rats. When Maurice and the rodents meet a bookworm named Militia, their little con soon goes down the drain. 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb, 76% on Rotten Tomatoes, 4 out of 5 on Common Sense, and 81% of Google users liked it. Released on February 3rd in the U.S., so... Mm. Jose Q on Rotten Tomatoes gave it half a star and said, Extremely boring. My child was very bored and confused with this movie. Oh, okay. Uh, 10 out of 10 on IMDb from... Jeez, it's got... It's one Lori My 27. Uh, ver a very un... Uh, appreciated animation. It was buried under tons of Christmas movies and people haven't noticed it. My family and I very enjoy watching the film. We taught... We laughed more than a few times, of course. <laughs> that, that was very good English. My family and I very enjoy watching the film, yeah. Uh, we yes. laugh more than a few times, <laughs> of course. It may be a retelling of the Pied Piper tale, but touches of per Terry Pratchett's humor and cameo of his other characters make it special. It's a 10 for me, is what they say. Okay. Billy said uh, one star. This plot was horrible. It advertised as a cat movie, but it actually 100% about rats. Not <laughs> Unknown voiceover actors. No good. Fit for US release. Whoa. Okay. Film Fanatic 20, uh, 2036 says, Disappointing adaptation, 4 out of 10. A film based on Terry Pratchett's uh, medal-winning book, The Amazing Maurice and His Educated Rodents. While the book was delightful, the film falls short in terms of its visual style, unengaging story, and deviations from the source material. 
The strong cast, uh, including Hugh Laurie, Emily Clark, and David Tennant, is the only saving grace of this film. So, okay. Uh, also coming out is who is it? Who invited Charlie? Yeah, who? Who did? Charlie? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, follows a New York family hiding out in the Hamptons. Whose bubble is propped when a bloody Mary's willing pot smoking Charlie comes to bring a lifetime of hurt that might treat oh treat them all oh heal them all I can't read okay uh so Charlie D'Amelio then is that who that is <laughs> yes Luke. Uh, you did you give the scores? Uh oh, fuck! I, I went to another site. So. Oh, no, no, it's uh, it's all good. The locksmith, okay. uh, an expert locksmith, is released from prison and pulled back into a world of crooked cops and small town gangsters. Despite the future, he hopes to build with his ex girlfriend, a detective, and their daughter. What? Twenty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Not good. 4.7 out of 10 on IB, 42% on Metacritic. Yeah. That sounds confusing. Uh, a movie that I am so looking forward to seeing, 84 Brady. Holy fuck, I saw the trailer for that. I, I, like, I saw a trailer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I'm never, ever going to see this We're movie. We're going to talk about Tom Brady in a second, so... What is well, uh, four best friends live out their fullest when they embark on a wild trip to see their hero, Tom Brady, playing the 2017 Super Bowl. This has 6 out of 10 out of um, IMDb, 63% on Rotten Tomatoes, 53% on Metacritic, 79% of Google users liked it, and 0% on Fro is going to see this movie. It's got Wild Hogs vibes. You know that? Remember that movie with like uh, I do remember that. John Travolta? Movie. Yeah. It's got... It's, I do. That had like four big actors who were aging and like... So yeah. Yes. Um, knock at the cabin. While vacationing at a remote cabin in the woods, a young girl and her parents are taken hostage by four armed strangers who demand they make an unthinkable choice to avert the apocalypse. Confused, scared... And with limited access to the outside world, the family must decide what they believe before all is lost. This is an a Shamalama uh, movie. It's got six point four out of ten on IMDb, sixty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes, sixty two on Metacritic, seventy percent of Google users liked it. Yeah, and it was on my third place of. Uh, in most anticipated movies of this year, Luke. So, spoiler alert: it's definitely the one I want to see the most this week. So, <laughs> spoiler alert: it is for me as well. Right, because a lot of nothing sounds like uh, a lot of nothing. Uh-huh. Uh, James and Vanessa is. Uh, oh, can you please le- read this? Uh, I was on the other one, but okay, one second. Uh... James and Vanessa are ostensibly. Thank you. Okay, go ahead. Uh, perfect married couple. 
their life spiral out of control when they decide uh, to seek justice against a neighbor neighbor they saw uh, commit a crime on uh, the evening news. Okay, six out of six out of ten on IMDb, forty-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes, fifty-five percent on Metacritic, forty-seven percent on Google users like this movie. Uh, Daughter of the Bride. There's been a lot of spinoffs of that movie from the '90s or oh. whenever that came out. A daughter tries to sabotage her mother's wedding while navigating her own life and career. Uh. 8.5 out of 10 on IMDb. That's the only score I have. Uh, Marcy, Gray, Marcy Gay Hayden and Aiden Quinn are in it. Cool. Yeah. There was all? Uh, yeah, and we definitely want to see Knock at the Cabin. What would be our number two? I guess, I don't know. The who Locksmith. In, who invited Charlie, maybe, is for me. Oh, The Locksmith for me. Okay. That looked kind of bad but coming next week news of the week tv and movies of the week eurovision any you got any plans of the out of those seven songs which ones uh no okay it will be a surprise how about that another just review of consecration uh sounds that like, sounds like a made-up word i think that's a <laughs> catholic like rite of passage right consecration consecration i think it is uh, so it's probably going to be a horror movie, say, so. is my guess, right? Religious horror movie. If it movie. has anything to do with the Catholic Church, it has It's almost a always horror a horror movie, movie. yeah. Yes. Uh, okay, uh, uh, creation is the solemn dedication to a special purpose or service. Okay. That could be like anything, now I, right? Now I know that. Well, it's an IFC uh, movie, so okay. it has to be a horror movie, probably. Yeah, they do other has things. Has IFC been other than horror movies? Right here, yeah. In Christian belief, consecration is the action of declaring bread and wine to be representative of the body and the blood of Christ. Yeah, that's what I knew. Yeah. Yeah, I remember doing that... Uh, at my grandma's church when I was a kid. Have I ever done uh, taking off the bread in a Catholic church? I, I know I have in the Mormon church, but I don't think I have in a Catholic church. I don't remember. Don't think so. Yeah, my grandparents and were like hardcore Catholic for sure. Uh, did you know that... What? Yeah. No, did you know that uh, Jehovah's Witness uh, don't believe in eating of the bread? And that it's only the 144,000 that supposedly drink the wine and eat of the bread? What, after the after they everybody else dies, then they do it? No, no, now. Not like now. The chosen ones now? Well, how do they know they're yeah. the chosen ones? Well, God tells them, I guess. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Right, that seems like a, there's a flaw in the logic there. Uh, True. Speaking of Tom Brady, did you see the rumors? Uh, that he has given up, yeah. No, that he uh, was... 
that him and Jeffree Star is in, are in a relationship. Yeah, I saw that rumor. I don't believe that for one second. Uh, I saw I a lot of people so. debating it uh, online, and then I saw the H three podcast debating it. Not very well. They didn't debate it, but there was one picture that a lot of people were showing because there's like a picture of this guy, and then you can see pictures of Tom Brady, and people were trying to like compare their physiques, obviously, right. like the size of their chest and arms and back and stuff, because you never see the person's face. Uh, I don't know if this has come come out as true or untrue, but what I saw was uh, on the one on the person's stomach that was there, they didn't have any scars, and in right. most of the pictures of Tom Brady that I see that I've seen looking into this, he has a I think it must be a appendix scar, which that's yeah. something you can't fake right i guess uh so that makes me go that's definitely not tom brady because you can't like i guess you could make up out but no you're not going to make up out an appendix card uh pewdiepie is having a baby oh yeah that was a nice video so nice cute very very cute video uh, they got to know it in November and uh, have, have hidden it until now. And it's just, uh, uh, it's you know, it's one of those things you kind of have to hide uh, yeah. as a celebrity. But uh, it's interesting that uh, they, it seems like they waited till they moved to Japan to like get settled in. And then it seemed almost like timed in a way to me, like maybe this was planned. Yeah. Definitely plant. I so. think so. They didn't really say anything so about that, but that's, you know, happy for them. Uh, yeah. So cute. Yeah, I'm not seeing any new stories about Jeffree Star and Tom Brady. Like, neither of them have come out, or at least, you know, come out and said anything about it. Um, let's see. Pepsi Max. Last week I said Pepsi Max was watered down, and it turns out it actually is, because they took all the caffeine and ginseng out of it. <laughs> Yeah, hashtag Luke was right, right? And I'm pissed, also, because they said um, improved taste, and obviously they didn't do anything except take things out of it. So uh, I guess if you, you don't like ginseng, then maybe it improved the taste for you, right? Those are the only yeah. people. Uh, anything else? Let's see, G vegan teacher interview. That was interesting. That was super interesting. She didn't like back she's... down on any of her even terrible beliefs. No. So, like, because she's got some beliefs that, like, you know, she rationalizes like caring more about animals than people, and then and then moves those beliefs into being like, well, uh, like Black Lives Matter and things in that vein uh, aren't as important as animal rights, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly, and it's like, I get what you're trying to say. But you shouldn't say that. <laughs> like it, it, it doesn't actually make sense. Uh, the most uh, transphobic uh, game in the world is out. Uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, yeah, I've seen a lot of commercials for it. What's going on? Uh, people, Matt, what's 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 up with the game? Uh, people are v very much liking it. Oh, okay. Uh, the problem is uh, that it's based on. <laughs> <laughs> rolling. <laughs> oh, the right. Uh, I right. saw a funny. It was. I don't remember who it was, but it was a short 
on YouTube, and it was like uh, J.K. Rowling's PR people right now, and it was like them holding her back, and her cell phone was like just out of reach. (laughs) (laughs) But it's yeah, no, it has gotten amazing reviews. Okay, cool. Um, Did you hear about the Darman drama? Yeah, allegations cited. Yeah, I I wouldn't even say... Well, there are definitely allegations, but there's a strike happening at Darman Studios. And the most interesting part of this whole thing is... I mean, the accusations are that he's not paying his actors enough, not treating them well, not communicating enough with them... But mostly the the pay is the biggest problem because right. it started out as a small thing, is now multi million dollar production, and those people are getting paid the same, right? That's that's not acceptable, obviously. But I think the craziest part is the kind of how Darman portrays himself in the media and in and in his videos, and the fact mm-hmm. that he, obviously this shows a complete opposite uh, person. An, a, Somebody who doesn't care about other people and doesn't actually that is only looking out for themselves and doesn't believe the things he's saying. You know what I mean? Definitely. Uh, is it the time for our uh, uh, annual uh, Super Bowl bet? Right, the Super Bowl. Uh, apparently, it's the Eagles against who? Did you say? The uh, Rams, I think. No, that wasn't it. Let me look it up again. You said it earlier, when we were Didn't I say not the recording. Rams? I don't think that's what it was, though. Oh, I could be. I think the Rams were last year. Chiefs. Chiefs against the I Eagles. Um, what do I like most? Do I like birds or do I like Indian Native American chiefs? Native American chiefs. Uh, I will take the Eagles. Sure, whatever. I I, I could care less. All right. Uh, <laughs> what else? I think the Darman thing is the biggest new thing today, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. We'll definitely we'll keep talk an eye about on that. Commercials next 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 week that we saw. We'll try to. I'll uh, hopefully I can write down a few of them that are interesting. You, you did write, you did a great job last year, so oh, oh, every year you, you you go like, ah, we'll try and then you do a super job. So. But I, then I always get distracted like partway through, but whatever. That is that is true. But we have a su- super we have a, a Super Bowl um, uh, thing in the middle that Rihanna, you're you're not a big fan. I'm I'm a okay fan, I guess. I have a small amount of dollars on some website saying that I think uh, I think Eminem will be there. Is that pot that you can bet on that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I guess on. yeah. You always yeah, know there's going to be some kind of surprise guest. So oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. But I feel like Eminem was a surprise guest last year, wasn't he? Uh, Fifty Cent and it, remember Fifty Cent upside down and Eminem. Oh yeah, that's right. So I don't know, but he could be again. It doesn't mean he can't hmm. be twice in a row. <laughs> twice in a lifetime. Do you remember that? The Rock versus John Cena. 
Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't remember that, but... But? What? Do you think we should stop recording? I think it's time to wrap up the show, unless you have anything else. I'm trying to look up more stuff about Darman right now, so... No. And I should probably call the person back that called on my show, uh, on, on the show that you will not hear called during the show, because Luke is a, an amazing editor. Well, I'll stop recording before we do that, hopefully. <laughs> okay. Uh, have a nice uh, weekend, everybody. We will see you next week. Go Eagles. And, um, yeah. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. Another, di- another, digi- another digital citizen. 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 Another digital citizen.